0: Hello and welcome to Growing Paints, the marketing podcast for parent and baby brands who want to grow and get more consistent sales but without the overwhelm of feeling like you have to be online 24-7. I'm Sophie, your host and a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist who specialises in parent and baby brands as well as a mum of two girls. Join me each week as I, alongside some wonderful guests, share practical tips and advice about how you can use and combine marketing strategies to get more impact for your effort. Hello and welcome to today's episode. So I am thrilled to be here with Faye from Strange Social. Faye is a Pinterest expert who helps inspiring service-based business who have educational content to share, and reach more of their target audience, and increase their revenue through Pinterest marketing. And I know so many of you are interested in this episode, so I cannot wait to get into it. Faye, welcome to the podcast. Hello, and thank you for having me. I'm very excited about this one. So, that's the official intro, but let's talk a little bit more about you. What's your like work, family, life setup? So,
1: I'm a mum to two boys, they're seven and eight. Yes, yeah, so they're at primary school. Currently, yeah, I drop them off in the morning, pick them up yeah. afterwards. And so, it's a case of squashing everything into those few hours in the day and then yeah, maybe at- absolutely <laughs> at bedtime. So, yeah. And whereabouts are
0: you? Uh, I'm based in Bedford. Right in the middle of the Mm -hmm. country. Yeah, night in the Middle. Seven and eight boys. Are they like super close because they're so close in age? Or is that a bit more of a rub against each other?
1: They get along very well, actually. Oh, that's good. very lucky yeah they do they have their moments but on the whole yeah they're best friends which is oh lovely.
0: that's nice that's really nice i do think that's the nice thing about having them close at age often that's the case isn't it where they're like into the same things at the same time and brilliant okay so we need to get your views on the really important things there's a bit of a quick fire round are you ready <laughs> i am yeah, ready I good okay <laughs> tea or coffee tea Nice. Me too. I don't drink mm. coffee. People think I'm an absolute lunatic. I know. <laughs> no. I don't think either. no. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Nice. Mm-hmm. Bagels or crumpets? Mm, bagels. Definitely. Bagels. Yeah, yeah. I love a bagel. Beach or pool? Pool. Yeah. Me too. Winter or summer? Summer. Oh, it's- yeah, see, as we're recording this, this is pre-recorded, so it's really boiling hot. And in my head, I'm like, mm, maybe winter, but normally I would say summer too. But it's a bit too hot for me today. Colour or monochrome? Colour, definitely. I love my yeah. colour. Me too. Early morning or late night? Late nights. Okay, so now we've got past all that good stuff, let's get into the wonderful world of Pinterest. Now, I think I just wanted to set this episode up that I think I probably like a lot of people used Pinterest for my wedding which was way back in 2014 and when we had our first house I think I used it a lot for like inspiration and that sort of thing but to be honest I haven't really used it since and I know it's moved on quite a lot from then but everyone I seem to speak to at the moment I think with Instagram being more difficult evolving all the time the algorithm changing the kind of goalpost changing it just doesn't seem as It's certainly not a strategy you can just rely on as a small business anymore as your like sole strategy. I think the more and more I'm talking to my clients about layering up different strategies and looking at the bigger marketing picture rather than relying on one or two key platforms. And everyone I'm speaking to at the moment is talking about Pinterest or TikTok. (laughs) Now... I think they're two very different platforms and they probably suit different businesses and different personality types. But if you are not interested in dancing on reels and showing your face and having to be super visible, Pinterest seems like a really good option.
1: Yeah, it is. If you're a business that used to love Instagram, like sharing images and being inspired, then Pinterest is very much about that. It's about sharing inspiring imagery and finding new ideas so yeah so i'd suggest if you've fallen out of out of love with instagram that yeah actually pinterest might be the one for you yeah
0: okay brilliant so that's what we're going to dig in today so this is for people who don't currently have a strong pinterest organic strategy or want to know it's mainly for people Mm who Maybe dabble in it, but don't really know if it's good for their business, haven't used it yet, are interested in it. We're going to get into all of the basics. We're going to talk a little bit about strategy and the kinds of businesses that can benefit. If we just kick off, let's talk because I don't think Pinterest is one that everyone knows about. So, what is Pinterest?
1: So, essentially, Pinterest is a search engine and it shouldn't really be thought of as a social media platform. It's more about Getting your content on Pinterest and making sure it's all keyword optimized. And then when your perfect people are looking for something and they're going on Pinterest to search because Pinterest, people do actually prefer to use Pinterest over Google because it's so visual and it's mm. easy to save, to save the things that you come across and to your boards. So yeah, so when people are searching on Pinterest, let's say it might even be eight months or a year down the line, and then they're going to discover this pin that you created 12 months ago. Then they're going to go back to your website or read your blog to find out more. And it, it's just a great way of getting people like into the top of your funnel and discovering. Yeah. It. And so it's all about discoverability. And you don't get that like on the other platforms. You wouldn't get that. No. Instagram or TikTok because your content's evergreen your pins last for as long as you want them to until you delete them yeah so it's it's really important to have the right strategy so you know how to get your pins seen and once you've nailed that you're they're going to be getting seen again and again by those people who need your help
0: yeah amazing that does sound ideal doesn't it so yeah Let's dig into it a bit more, and, but let's start with the terminology so we're all on the same page. What are some of the key like terms we need to know?
1: Okay, so first of all is the pin. So this yep. is the image that you're sharing to Pinterest. And there's three different types of pins. You've got your standard pin, which mm-hmm. is a clickable image. So the person just needs to click on the image. And they'll go to wherever you're directing them in your URL, preferably back to your website somewhere. There are idea pins, which are new on Pinterest. So, like the way I describe these is a bit like a cross between an Instagram story and a TikTok. But if you are on TikTok, they'd be great for repurposing into. Oh,
0: okay. Do so they have to be a video?
1: Doesn't have to be a video performed. I want to say better. Pinterest, there's video is best. So, yeah, you do want a mixture of video in there. I've had better results from just like carousels. Yeah, a mixture is good.
0: And are they, when you said they're a story, like a story or a TikTok, does that mean they're only available for a certain amount of time or? No, they're forever as well until you get rid of them.
1: Yep. Yep. And they are also going to be keyword searchable as well. So, brilliant important to have your keywords in those as well yeah. and you can, they're a bit like stories in, in that you can flick through them oh
0: I see okay
1: yeah but the thing about idea pins is that you can't link back to your website so they are great for getting short-term reach and yeah. for getting more eyes on your content but you have to use them strategically to get people to Follow your account so that they can see your other pins. So there's idea pins and then video pins as well, which is just like a normal standard pin with a video instead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So those are the three types of pins. Yeah. And then promoted pins?
1: So promoted pins are ads, Pinterest ads. Okay. Um, They're relatively new. They've not around very long. And then you have, so when I talk about keywords, and mm-hmm. for the words that you put in your pins that yeah. people are searching for keywords and seo is of all of the words that people might be looking for and the thing that you have to remember with pinterest as well is that the words that people are searching for are going to be very broad top level you're the expert but they are not so they might not be searching for some of the words that you might think oh I'm going to pop this in my pin because it won't make sense to them. So if you've got somebody who's, and I like to use the example of if you're a baby sleep consultant Mm -hmm. and like there's a really tired mum and she just needs help to get her baby to sleep, like the words that she's going to be searching for are just going to be like baby sleep or baby not sleeping. Whereas you might know more sophisticated terms, but the chances are they're not going to be searching for that. They're just going to be thinking about, their problem so it's yeah it's using those words it's really important so that's all like your keywords and seo stuff and then boards yeah. um, so these are the spaces that you save your pins into and boards you can optimize them with your keywords as well and it all helps to just strengthen the seo of your account
0: yeah yeah have I missed any out there? I don't think so. No, that's pe- oh, and were we going to talk about repinning, or that's re-pinning. changed its name?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, so, repins used to be the term for somebody else pinning a pin that you pinned, but now it's called saved. So, if you see the term saved, it just means repin.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Lovely. And then I guess we've got into it a little bit more, a little bit there. But in terms of the content that you would put onto Pinterest it's obviously images and video which is great and you talked a little bit about repurposing so would you repurpose from Instagram and TikTok and do you need to change like what's the like dimensions and images and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah so you definitely can repurpose but make sure it is the correct dimension so the dimension dimension for a standard pin is 1000 times 1500 pixels and an idea pin is the same dimension as a story or a reel so if you have got some stories or reels you can just use them as they are if you're downloading from tiktok i would try and remove the watermark yeah i use it's snaptic there's an app called and if you're repurposing a carousel from instagram to pinterest like that's a great example of some content that would do really well on pinterest and you might just need to rejig the elements around so that they fit the space because quite often you can spot it can't you You can think they've just copied that straight over and they haven't done anything with it yeah it's not a great user experience so you're just as you're creating content for instagram say if you just quickly while you're doing it shape size it into a pin then that's probably the easiest way to do it okay
0: and in terms of i know when i've looked on pinterest before sometimes it's just the image like literally the image and sometimes it's more like a cover or like a designed front with like words on is there any kind of guidelines on when you would do each of those or is it just to test it and see
1: so the thing about just images is that they are nice um and they might get great reach and a lot of saves but there's nothing to let people know that this is a product available to buy or Mm -hmm. that this is this is going to help them so you really want your pins to Give a call to action to let people know this isn't just a pretty image that you're finding on Pinterest. You can actually go and get this great thing. Yeah, because pinners really, they want that as well because there's nothing more frustrating than clicking on a pin and it just goes to a dead end or it doesn't go anywhere. So if you can signal that this is is brilliant pin, you're going to get the answers that you need or you're going to find the product that you've been looking for, just click, yeah. You definitely need to do that.
0: And in terms of managing the content, like how much do you need like, in comparison to maybe like Instagram or Facebook or one of those kind of platforms?
1: It's, it's different. Pinterest is different to Instagram. I usually recommend that people do one pin a day. You can schedule them on the Pinterest scheduler really easily. And the thing with Pinterest is that it really likes it when you share fresh URLs. So Okay so if you've got lots of product pages on your website or you've got lots of blogs or you're thinking about blogging more regularly then if you can share that fresh content and the fresh URLs that is going to really help with your your statistics on Pinterest and it's if you have to take a break from Pinterest now and again it's no big deal it's not good if you did that on Instagram everything kind of grinds to a halt doesn't it and you're starting from scratch again but That's not the case with Pinterest. If you take, if you make the effort at the start to do all of your optimization, you get all the most your important pins out there, then they're going to perform for you in the background again and again. So I say to people, if you can do one great fresh pin a day, get it scheduled within the Pinterest scheduler. And then if you're thinking about idea pins as well, maybe just like one a week.
0: Yeah, and if you're already doing Reels or TikToks, then you can just reuse those for the idea pins anyway. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. And with Instagram, obviously, half the battle is that you have to put stuff out there, but then it's also the engaging with other accounts and being present and that sort of thing. Is that the same for Pinterest? Do you get like bonus points for engaging like on other people's content and that sort of thing?
1: No, it's not like that. At one of the Pinterest summits last year, they specifically said that Pinterest is all about people kind of connecting with themselves and it's so true isn't it when somebody's using Pinterest they are they're just thinking about themselves or their plans for the future or a purchase that they're planning or a project and they're not there to see what their friends have been up to or you you can leave comments but it's not part of any Pinterest strategy as long as you're getting your keywords
0: into your pins then that's the most important thing. I mean, gosh that feels I just feel like a massive sense of relief <laughs> I hear that you're not having to provoke engagement and try and ask a question and try and get people to comment and engage and that's the only yeah. way you're going to get your stuff out there like you're actually I don't know from what you're saying it feels like you're a bit more in control like as long as you like get those keywords sorted and you are gonna get some images that are going to catch people's attention it's actually maybe a bit more predictable I don't know is that right that's how it sounds in terms of it not being so reliant on other people's interaction with your yeah pins. yeah
1: that's def- definitely you can encourage comments if you want because I guess in a way that does signal that this is a pin that people are engaging with but as long as your keywords are optimized they're gonna they're gonna discover that pin yeah it's great and one of the things I do want to mention is that mm. Pinterest has changed a lot recently and Beck. Best practice, even just two years ago, would be to pin 10 pins a day on repeat again and again. But that is no longer recommended at all. You might see some people still doing it or saying it, but it's very clear they do not want people to do that. So quality over quantity every time. Because if Pinterest sees that your account is just regurgitating the same pins, it's going to throttle your reach and you're going to end up getting very frustrated. Yeah, that's just something to be aware of.
0: Oh, no, that's really good. Yeah. Mm. And then in terms of the benefits of Pinterest, we've talked about it a little bit. So you're obviously looking, I guess it's a slightly different mentality in that because it's a search engine. It's a bit more like Google. So people are actively looking for what you offer so I guess they're in a bit more of a action mentality anyway what's the kind what are the overarching benefits that you see businesses having by being on Pinterest yeah
1: so like you just said when people use Pinterest they are actively searching you're going to be reaching the people who need your help as opposed to when you pick you post something on Instagram or your reel goes viral but is it actually being seen by the right people yeah who want your product or your service? So there's that. There's the fact that they are, it's evergreen content. Yeah. It's going to continue performing for you. Another great benefit of Pinterest is that it helps to bolster your Google rankings as well. Oh. So, for example, if you've got a pin that is, is getting some traction, people are clicking through, they're clicking to your website. This all sends signals to Google that your pin, no, or you, the page on their website that people are, are going to is getting seen. So that helps to, you know, boost you up the rankings naturally on Google. And then, of course, your image gets shown up in Google search as well. Because I don't know how many times that you've Googled something in the past and the top result has been like a Pinterest pin.
0: Have oh, you yeah, ever had that's a that? really good point. I yeah. have had that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then chances are you'll click on it and it's just a dead end. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> the big. most frustrating yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. The potential is massive. You you really just need to spend that bit of time doing your research, and then you'll be in like a year or, or something when you're least expecting it. Something like you'll be getting notifications from all of these pins that you just maybe have completely forgotten about, which is also a great benefit
0: that is a great benefit okay and how do you make sure that it's your ideal client coming to your website is that all in those keywords again
1: yeah so that's in your key and it's really important to stress here as well that you can be driving your perfect client back to your website but is what's happening on your website is there something there to keep to to draw them in is Have you got the information that they're looking for? Are they able to easily buy? Is there some way they can sign up to your mailing list? It's all about trying to capture them while they're on your website because you don't want them to just bounce away. So that's something that you really have to think about as well.
0: Yeah, no, I think that is such a good point. And it's one that I make a lot with Facebook ads. Mm, The ads can be performing incredibly well. But if they basically go to a website that's not optimized for mobile, or there's no way of capturing them, or they don't, it doesn't sort of align with the ad. It's just, it's just pointless. So I think having that foundation of a great website is so important. And yeah, in terms of converting them as well, isn't it? Like making the most of it. That's what your website does. The pins job is to get them on your website. And yeah. Brilliant. So, if anyone's listening and thinking, "I want a piece of this Pinterest action," (laughs) this sounds amazing. Like, how long does it take? I know how long is a piece of string, but what are we talking about in terms of really getting a bit of momentum and kind of getting started?
1: Yes. So, the important thing that you need to remember is that pinners are planners. So, yep, they are planning. So, we're recording this in July, and I know for a fact, as soon as the schools go back, they'll be planning for Christmas. And Halloween. But the fact is that when you submit a pin to Pinterest, it has to go through the indexing process, which Ah, isn't a quick process. It can take a couple of months for your pin to start showing up in search. So when I say indexing, that means that Pinterest is reading everything about your pin, it's reading the words on your image, it's reading your title. It's reading your description. It's reading all the information about the board that you've pinned it to and all the information about your profile and making a decision about where that needs to show up in search and to who.
0: So that's a process and it can take a couple of months for that to happen. So, yeah. So if the idea pins go back to your like account and your boards, would it be worth setting up those boards and putting a few pins on there just so people are going back to that? but knowing that those pins themselves aren't going to perform necessarily. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Definitely. Amazing. So another thing on my list is we've talked a little bit about what businesses do well and like any business can do well on Pinterest, but is there specific ones that you see doing well? There's certain types of pinners that are really prolific or we've obviously talked about weddings and homes Mm. and that sort of thing, but. Are there any other businesses that do really?
1: Yeah. So when you talk about Pinterest, like the first thing that you think about is recipes and craft stuff, Mm. isn't it? And yes, like those businesses can do really well on Pinterest, but it's a great platform for any type of business. But I would just say that as long as you're not relying on feet through the door, if you can reach. If you're serving the whole of the UK, if you can deliver to the whole of the UK or worldwide, because you are going to be reaching people in America, all over the world, you'll start to see traffic coming from all different types of countries. It's great if you're an online business and you've got like digital products or if you post your products worldwide. But I would just say if you're a local business who's just serving local clients, then It might not be the right platform for you.
0: Yeah. Okay, perfect. And in terms of getting started on Pinterest, how easy is it to just set up an account and kind of get going?
1: Yeah, so it's super easy. So if you've got an old Pinterest account, you can convert that to a business account or you can... create a business account from scratch so it's up to you you might have an account that's already got quite a few followers in which case you might just want to convert that but if your account's a mess of like crafty recipes and all of that business then you might just want to see Start off on a clean slate, but it's really straightforward to do that on Pinterest. Yeah. And then what you could do is just maybe hop on over to your website and just pin an image directly from your website into your boards. And that's a really quick way to create some pins.
0: Fab. Okay. So if we just, I'm just thinking about literally if I started from like a blank Pinterest, the boards, are they, so you said they're like SEO searchable. Are we yeah. going to pin one pin to multiple boards? Is it like, one pin goes in just one board or like how does it kind of work
1: yeah so like the practice used to be that you would pin the one pin into multiple boards like yeah. numerous times but like the way I teach people is to just pin the one pin into two boards but you can do different versions of the same pin with a different image
0: okay so no. is like- And the same different version, is that because it's got the same URL or the same copy? Would you change the copy? It could have the same
1: copy and the same URL, but as long as the image is different, we're not going to get picked up in this spam filter. It's classed as a fresh pin. Yeah, that's really important to remember because I always advise people to use the Pinterest scheduler and you can only schedule two weeks in advance with the Pinterest scheduler. And ideally, you want to space your pins Seven days apart so that they don't it doesn't look spammy. Yeah. Like if it's got the same cover. So you're talking two boards max.
0: Yeah. For the same pin. Okay. And is it a case of is it better to have less boards and more pins in them or more pin more boards and less pins in them? Does that make sense? (laughs) Not really. No. (laughs) Okay, so I'm thinking if I set up four boards and had three pins in each board. Would that be better than setting up two boards and having eight pins in two boards? Or does it not matter?
1: It doesn't really matter because okay. what I would say is don't go for more than 10 boards. Make sure they're really relevant to you. You don't want to be pinning other people's pins. You're just focusing oh, on yeah, your... yeah, that's own a great pins. question.
0: Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. so we're not repinning to our Re-pin. boards. No,
1: You can a little bit, but I wouldn't make it the focus that's not what pinterest wants it wants you to it wants you as a business or a creator to be creating fresh content and not pinning other people's no no more than 10 boards because you're pinning your own stuff if you've got like 25 boards it's really hard to fill up those boards with your own content yeah So. Think about your titles, what people are searching for. And you want to make it easy for yourself in that you can pin the same pins to, to the different boards easily. Just make sure that their titles are a bit different. Yeah, don't do too many boards. And yeah, you just fill them up as you go. It doesn't matter
0: how many pins are in them. Okay, fine. So doesn't. It, it's not like a thing about it having to look for no. anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good. Okay. Oh my gosh. We have covered a lot in today's episode. It's been incredibly helpful. So at the end of every episode, I talk about how we can use this strategy in the like wider marketing strategy. And we did touch on it during the episode, but it, Pinterest is a brilliant way of bringing new people into your world. So that top of the funnel, when you're looking at how do you get people into your world Pinterest is a brilliant way of doing that it's a little bit like I think from what Faye's saying it's a little bit more like Google and SEO it's definitely a long-term strategy and it's something that you're going to build on over time rather than being like a short sharp impact and then once you bring them into your world it's all about moving them down the funnel and getting them onto your email list or into a warm audience getting them onto your website will obviously bring them into your Facebook ads audiences as well as long as you've got the pixel there and that's when you can start to nurture them and then move them towards purchasing from you as well so So we have covered a lot of brilliant strategies today. Um, I'm actually excited to get started myself. I'm going to start putting. I'm thinking I'm going to put the podcast on there actually because I've got loads of content for that. So that might be a good way for me to get the podcast out a bit more as well. And I always ask the guests at the end of every episode what's the one thing you'd recommend today doing to get started. So the one thing
1: that you could do to get started is to set up your business accounts and maybe think about which boards you're going to create Um, and yeah like i said just pop onto your website and find an image that you could pin directly onto pinterest and if you want to go a little bit further you could start doing some keyword research and all you need to do that is start typing the words to do with your niche into the pinterest toolbar and seeing what comes up
0: what comes up yeah amazing okay and if i'm just thinking now if i was on my website and i went to pin something but it's the wrong size would i resize it on my website maybe upload a new image on my website to then repin it if you can do that yeah that's yeah that would
1: be ideal so what i do recommend if you've got a blog or even on your standalone web pages if pinterest is going to start to be part of your strategy then you're going to start attracting people who use Pinterest and they're going to want to save a pin to one of their boards from your website. So having that pinnable image is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you.
0: If you have loved listening to all of Faye's tips and advice today and want to hear more, the best way to do that is to go onto her website, which is strangesocial.com. And I will link to that, of course, in the show notes. She has got a free Pinterest mini course, which would be a great way to get started. And she also has the Pin Perfect in Four Weeks course, which is more in-depth and is going to give you step-by-step instructions and strategies and challenges to get you underway in four weeks and have you, like, up and running as quick as possible so thank you so much for joining me today (laughs) Faye that has been absolutely brilliant thank
1: you for having me it's been lovely
0: thank you so much for joining me this week before you go make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released and if you have enjoyed these podcast episodes i'd really love to ask you to leave a review in apple podcasts reviews are one of the major ways that apple ranks their podcasts and it only takes a few seconds but really does make a massive difference to new people finding me thank you again for joining me sophie in this episode of growing pains see you next time